This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. Uh, If you've got Luke chapter 7, verse 36 through 50, say amen. I hear a page turning. (laughs) It's okay, I want you to get it. All right, let's, let's look to the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord says, And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner... When she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee, which had bidden him, saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me therefore which of them will love him most. Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most, and he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house, thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears, and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, have not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman have anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat up meet with him began to say within themselves, who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said unto the woman, Thy faith have saved thee. Go in peace. Go in peace. Um, with the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to preach a word, the response to love. The response to love. And I, let's just go ahead and let's bow our heads. Let's go talk to the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your house. God, I thank you for your spirit. God, I praise your holy and mighty name. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, I ask that you would just touch and move in this house. Do all that you desire, God. I'm asking for your presence, asking that you would be here in a mighty way. Lord, I pray that you would just touch, Lord, and just be with your people today. God, I pray that you would just give rest, give peace. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen, God. I pray that you would just move upon needs. Lord, we thank you for it all, God. We thank you for your spirit, God. We thank you for your word. Lord, we praise your name for the revelation of who you are, God. Lord, that when we call on your name, God, we're calling on a sure name. We're calling on the one that is true and faithful. God, I pray that you would just bless us and keep us. Lord, help me, Lord Jesus, God, to speak your words, Lord, to your people. Lord, they're your people, Lord. This is
is your church. God, and I ask that you would just do it, and we will give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. While you're seated, I want to make sure I got my phone off. I don't want, see, I didn't. I'm glad I did that. Amen. The parable that Jesus teaches in these scriptures is pretty clear to understand. I think it's pretty clear enough to understand that whoever is forgiven of more sins will be more grateful. Um, which is interesting when you look at this scripture because Jesus' parable in the teaching when he's talking to the Pharisee, it's interesting because the percentage of what was given or what was forgiven is the same for each person. The person that he forgave that only had 50 pence and the one that had 500 pence were both forgiven 100%. It was the same, and that's the way it is in the church, you know. Uh, you know, the Lord is just good like that. If somebody, when I first got in the church, I remember talking to, to Bishop, and, and, and he was telling me uh, some things, but he was saying that our reward is going to be the same, that he's been living for God a lot longer than me, but when we get to heaven, our reward is the same. Both people were forgiven the same amount. Both people were forgiven 100%. But truly, Jesus is reaching for the Pharisee. The story that Jesus tells that one is forgiven of much more and the other one is forgiven of less, he's talking and he's reaching to the Pharisee because the relationship that the Pharisee was allowing himself to have with Jesus was not what Jesus was desiring. And sometimes, I think, with people's worship, like the woman's worship, sometimes it's hard for us to really understand. Now, in this story, when I, when I would read this story, I would always think that this woman had been forgiven of her sins, and that was the reason why she was so grateful. And I think, you, I think that way because of the parable that was told. But when you really look at the story... She was coming and she was worshiping the Lord, but her sins weren't forgiven until after the parable was told. Sometimes it's hard to understand why people worship the way they do, because sometimes we don't understand the goodness and the things of what God has done in their life. Sometimes when people are very demonstrative or when they're just very grateful or they're very appreciative of the Lord, sometimes it's hard for us to really understand why it is they're responding to love in the way that they are because we just don't know what they have gone through. I feel my help coming on, if that's all right. And, and, and so this is the situation of what we see in this story. And we see that, this, uh, that she had came to the Lord, and, um, and, and it seems as though that maybe she was forgiven for her sins or not really sure all of the things that transpired, but... Uh, what we do see is 
what that lady was doing when she came to the Lord had a lot of custom. It was customary, and it had purpose. It was purposeful, and it was intentional. It was, uh, it was purposeful because the woman came to the Pharisee's house. Uh, she came inside a place that she probably wasn't invited into. The, the, the Pharisee, and the way that he reasoned inside of himself, had to have known what type of woman that she was. And I doubt very seriously she was invited to this place. And, and so uh, what we see is that this woman had a purpose from going to this place. She really didn't care what anybody else was going to think about her. She really didn't care uh, what anybody else, how they may have felt about her being there. But she had a purpose and she had an agenda. Uh, and, and, and the scripture mentions that, uh, <clears throat> that she definitely had to have an intention of being there. The intent, because she showed up with oil to announce the Lord's feet. She came with equipment. She came to the place and it was thoughtful that she was going to go there and she had a purpose and there was a plan of something that she was going to do. And the woman's worship was also customary. It was customary because in that time, it was customary for uh, a slave or wife of the head of the house to wash a traveler's feet, especially if the traveler had been walking and their feet were dusty. It was customary for foot washing. Amen. And this custom uh, we see its first mention goes all the way back to Abraham when Abraham had his divine visitors, visitations coming, and he made, uh, and he made, uh, killed a, a goat and they ate goat and they drink milk, and he washed their feet, is where the custom goes all the way back to. But this woman didn't come with the basin of water, but what this woman came with was she came with her tears. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, you know, what could truly be the cause? What could truly be the cause that this woman would come and sit at Jesus' feet in this Pharisee's house, not invited but she's washing his feet with her tears. She's continually kissing his feet. Her kissing of his feet would have shown the reverence and it would have shown uh, the love that she's had. Uh, and, and she's wiping and she's drying his feet with her hair. She's, she's performing and she's ministering unto the Lord only like a woman could do because a man would not have had the long hair to be able to dry his feet. And, and here she is. And what was the reason? that she was there? What was it that she'd seen that would have been the response to the love that she would have gotten? I think that there's a difference here between the two people. And I'm not so much preaching on the parable that Jesus taught, but both people had to have had a response to Jesus. Surely this Pharisee had a response to Jesus because he wanted Jesus to come into his house. Sometimes that kind of remind me of the, 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 the religious climate and Christendom today that people are just so okay if I just invite Jesus into my heart that that's all that they really are looking for and, 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 and so I, I was kind of wondering what was it that made this woman want a little bit more? What was it that made her come to Jesus with this type of burden and this mission that she was on? What was it that made her have this response to love. You know, the parable that Jesus talks about, 
talks about salvation. It talks about salvation in that all of their sins were forgiven. And it is true that salvation is hearing the gospel that Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh, has come. And he has brought peace and he has brought joy. We sing about it this morning. He's brought salvation. He's brought freedom from sins. He's brought healing of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And I want everybody to know in this house today, I want everybody to know that God is still in the same business. He's still in the healing business. He's still bringing freedom. He's still bringing salvation. He's still bringing joy. He's still bringing peace. I want everybody to know that love is here in the house today. That joy is here in the house today. That there's healing in the house today. That there's deliverance in the house today. Peace is here. I don't know what it is that you might need it when you walk through the door. But whatever it is that you need, it is here in the house today. What I'm asking you is what is your response to love going to be today? Whatever things that you need, it is here for you today. God has made a way. Jesus has not changed. He is the same today as he ever has been before. And if you believe that, come on, let's praise the Lord a little bit more. Come on, let's worship the Lord a little bit more. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that the Spirit of God is showing us that. He's he's showing us that he's true. He is the true and faithful God. But yet, if I could take a pause from the scripture, from the story, I, I just think that in this time, Especially in the last few years, it just seems like there's been a lot of weight. Seems like there's been heaviness. Seems like there's been fear. Seems like there's been a lot of worry. In times that we really don't know what's going on. In times that we're not sure of what's happening. It seems like we go through one thing and they come out with the vaccination. And there's another variance. And we just don't, seems like we just don't understand all the things that's happening. Maybe it's just me, maybe I just feel that way, but I, I, I just feel sometimes uh, what we need is what the lady did in this story. What we need is we need a coming to Jesus. What we need is a, we, what we need is a, a time that we can just come to the Lord in this type of way. Uh, I'm not just coming to the Lord just to get the forgiveness of the sins, but my response to him, my response to his love is what we need. When we read the scriptures, we don't see that the lady really asked him of anything. But she came. She came and she just ministered unto the Lord. She had a, 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 a burden that she was doing. I, I definitely believe that the ointment and anointing uh, Jesus' feet was in connection with his ministry and what he was doing. But she had a purpose. And, 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 and I think sometimes that's what something we can miss sometimes is, is just spending a little time with Jesus in that way. Uh, sometimes we come to Jesus for needs, but I believe what the Lord wants to do is he wants to give us peace. This lady received peace not because she came asking for healing or for any type of those things, but she received peace because she loved him much. There was a response to something that she had seen in Jesus that made her come to him and spend time with him in this way. And, and, I, and a lot of times when I'm reading the word, I take 
and, and I think about the elders that in my life that spoken things in my life. And, and I remember talking to, uh, to Mother Pitts one time, and she was telling me that Christmas time and at the end of the year, what she does is she likes to take time and she likes to spend that year looking back and reflecting on Jesus. I don't know how long she's been living for the Lord. I know she's not here today, but I know that she's been living for the Lord for a long time. And she would say that she would like to take some time and she would think back and she would look back on what did I learn new about Jesus this year? What new things have I learned about the Lord? And I think, I think there's something to that that we've got to get and enter into the rest and the peace that Jesus wants to bring us. I believe what we've got to do is take some time and, and really just open up our hearts and spend some time with the Lord and let the Lord just really work and minister on us because there's peace and there's joy that God wants to have, not for us to be burdened down, not for us to carry weight, not for us to be worried about our situation, but God is looking for us to spend some quality time with him. He's looking for us to come to him, not looking for him to move a miracle or work out a situation. This lady didn't come for that. This lady just came to spend some time and anoint the feet of the Lord to kiss his feet because there was something that she might have seen that made her reach out in her heart and love the Lord this way. And I don't know what that thing was. I, I don't know if God had worked a miracle out for her. I don't know if she's seen him work a miracle out for somebody in her family. I don't know if she's seen him work out something in her, her situation. I don't know what it was. I don't know if she just heard about the goodness of the Lord. I don't know if she heard the peace and the joy and all that she was doing. I don't know what it was, but there was something that she's seen that made this lady have a response to the love of the Lord that she just wanted to come and spend some time with him. And because she did, and because she did, she was able to enter into peace. She was able to enter into rest. She left that place blessed tremendously. I know that there's sometimes we have situations and there's things that we can't do. There's, there's family members we're praying for. There's, there's people that we've been praying for for a long time. It seemed like situations that haven't worked out. There's, there's hurt that's inside of us that we really need to spend time with the Lord and let him really work it out so that we can love people right, that we can forgive people right, that we can, Lord, oh God, Lord, that we can, we can let the Lord just work in our heart. There's losses that I've had in the past couple of years that I needed just to spend some time with Jesus. I, I just needed to spend some time with him because I know that the Lord want to work that hurt out of my heart when what I'm preaching that I believe that this is a great time of the year, the end of the year, a good time of reflection for us to strengthen us. Lord, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the ministry. I'm thankful that, that we have a man of God that would stand and say, you know what we're going to do in December? What we're going to do is give time for rest. We're going to give time for rest. Rest is not an, an idea, I believe, in our culture in America. When, when you look at cultures around the world, other countries, man, they, they take longer vacations. Yes, shorter work days. Some countries people take and they go home in the middle of the day. There's more rest. Our bodies are designed for rest. 
we've got to have rest. And I honestly believe that one thing we've got to start doing is start reaching to enter into rest. We've got to reach for it. We've got to reach for it. This lady didn't come for any other purpose. She wasn't looking. Sometimes we come to the house of God and we're always looking for God. God, do something for me. God, work it out for me. God, I need this. But she didn't come like that. She came to him and she said, I'm here to bless him. I'm here to worship him. I'm here to give unto him. It wasn't about the thing of what she could get from the Lord. But you know, God is just so good like that. When I was growing up, the church that I grew up in, they used to have a song. And that would say that you can't beat God's giving. The more you give, the more he's going to give to you. And that lady came and she was coming and she was coming to bless the Lord. And you know what? The Lord gave her a blessing. The Lord gave her peace because the word of the Lord said that Jesus forgave her of all of her sins, all of her burdens, all of the worry, all of the guilt, all of the shame, all of those things of what she needed. God wants to freely give it to you anyways. If we would just come to him and spend time with him and worship him, there's problems and there's situations and there's weights that we carry around in our mind that we don't have to carry if we would just come to the Lord and let's spend some time with him. Let's come to the Lord and just worship him. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I think one of the most favorite times I've ever had with the Lord, I came to the Lord, and this ain't nothing of myself, but I said, Lord, I just want to come to you, and I don't want you to bless me back. I don't want you to touch me. I just want to spend time with you this evening. I, I just need to spend some time with you. And you know how Jesus is. Jesus is just so good. He, he just started to move on, move on my mind and move on my trouble, move on my heart, move on the situation. I believe, what did they... Spending just a little tarry time with the Lord. There's burdens and their weights that God wants to move off of us today. There's some things that God wants to do with us today, but we've got to stop. Sometimes you've got to stop ministry and just spend time with the Lord. Sometimes you just got to take a break and, and rest. I believe that the, the, the purpose and the direction and, and the, the, uh, the guidance of what our pastor is showing us is so dead on for the time that we've been going through that we need to enter into the rest of the Lord. There is a need for us to lay our burdens down. There's a need for us to do it, not just seeking God to do a miracle, but for us just to spend some time. Spend some time with the Lord. We need reflection time. We need time that we can just slow it all down. I believe that's the difference between praise and worship. As praise can seem to be, I'm thinking about all of the things that God has done and I'm thanking him for. The things that what he's done, but when you start to worship, you start to tell God all the things that he is. And what it does is it slows down because you have to have a memory 
of the things of how he has brought you out and made a way from you time and time again. And it starts to build up something so precious inside of your heart because you start to think about the goodness of the Lord and how much it means to you of what it is. And I, I could see how she could sit there and cry and her tears would wet and soak his feet and that she would start to kiss his feet. Uh, and that is what the definition of worship is uh, in the Greek. It means to blow kisses. It means to blow kisses. And uh, I am so far off of my notes, but I only had two more pages left. But I, I believe if we could, if we could stand, if the musicians would come. I'm not trying to call nobody out, and I'm, I'm not trying to make anybody feel like they feel any kind of way. But I just, I started praying. I was asking, I said, God, I, you know, I would really like to preach a word that was like a chandelier swinging, owl-running sermon. I really, really really would like to do that today but I know I told the Lord a long time ago I said whatever it is you want me to speak whatever it is you want me to say I want to say it I, I, I just really feel like the Lord wants to lift some burdens and strains off of his people if they would only just come to him and spend time with him in a sweet way Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.